Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Lord be on my mind, be on my lips, be on my heart. Jesus said to the twelve, Fear no one. Nothing is concealed that will not be revealed, nor secret that will not be made known. But I say to you in the darkness, speak in the light. What you hear whispered proclaimed on the housetop. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in Gehenna. Are not two sparrows sold for a small coin? Yet not one of them falls to the ground without your father's knowledge. Even all the hairs on your head are counted. So, do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Everyone who acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my heavenly Father. But, whoever denies me, The Gospel of the Lord. Any disciples of Jesus out there? Jesus is this section of Matthew's Gospel is a continuation of last section. Last week's Gospel, which was the beginning of the section where Jesus is instructing his disciples came into the scene in the first part of his public ministry and did work proclaiming the gospel. But now he's establishing the church and his disciples to do the mission that he began. He's preparing them for after he leaves. And what he is saying to them is that you're going to have some tough work ahead of you to proclaim this gospel. I am being rejected. Many accepted him. But I'm being rejected, and that's going to happen to you, too. And he would preach during the day, but not everyone would accept his preaching or fully understand it. So at night, he would explain to his disciples the depth of his teaching. So that, in the future, they could proclaim in the light what he's proclaiming to them in the dark. He is asking them to boldly preach the gospel in word and deed and not be afraid. It is important to know that we're going to be challenged the same way. If we are living the gospel, there's going to be difficult times and we're going to be greatly tempted to not live it. That's something very scary to me. How about you? You know, Jesus is kind, loving, and merciful, but he can also be pretty tough. Everyone who acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my heavenly Father. Whoever denies me before others, I will deny before my heavenly Father. 
judgment, an image that he is like our advocate presenting us to the Father at our judgment day. And it's important what we do. And I don't know about you, but have you ever denied Jesus in front of others? Or failed at least to live our faith? I got to admit, I know I have. And I also know that many confess to me in confession that I don't think I'm breaking the seal many times when they do the same. And it can be small things, like, oh, people were gossiping and I didn't say anything. Or people were gossiping and I joined right in. People were doing the wrong thing and I didn't do anything to speak out about it. Or people were doing the wrong thing, everyone else does it, so what's it matter if I do? The list goes on and on, doesn't it? And at times, because we're afraid, afraid of being rejected by others, afraid of being persecuted, afraid of losing our jobs or whatever it may be, that we don't do what is right. Jesus is trying to strengthen us so that we can do better during these times. He gives a couple of reasons. But before I get into his reasons, seems to me St. Paul in the second reading has given us another reason. It became apparent to me this week when I talked to a friend yesterday who told me a story. The story is he's a foster parent. He has several teenage foster children. And as a foster parent, he gets kids from many different backgrounds, and so he has a multiracial family. One of the newer kids came into the family, and one of the other kids took him to a party. And at the party, you know, it can be pretty intimidating for a kid in a new environment, a new neighborhood. Someone made a racial slur and called him a name. And his other foster brother, who happened to be a football player, so it might help, stood up and defended him. Say, that's wrong. Don't do that. And what happened then is all the other kids came to his defense, and the person who made that comment apologized. Now, I don't know what would have happened if that person didn't stand up, but you can imagine there could be many different scenarios that might not have turned out so well. And the moral of the story is we underestimate the power of one person doing the right thing in a situation. That one person made a big difference. That's what St. Paul is saying in the second reading. Through one man, sin came into the world. Talking about Adam, of course, the original sin. But think about it. One person, now I'm not blaming him because many people went along with it, right? But to the sin of one person, all the sin that exists came into being. War, divisions in families, corruption in government and business, illegal crime organizing, human trafficking. You name it. All the human evil all started by one person's sin. That sin 
either because people don't respond and stand up for what is right, or they fall in themselves and make that one choice to go along with it. causes great harm. The power of one person. And if that power exists to do evil, that power does exist to do good. And so, Jesus is reminding us, I think, of St. Paul, the importance of one person's right decision in this difficult situation to make a difference. So in our families, in our places of work, in our relationships with others, we are called to not deny Jesus or our faith, but with love, stand up for what is right. And who knows? It may, too, make a big difference work out to a great success. Jesus is also warning us, you know, it may not work out that well. You may be persecuted. And his disciples finally were even martyred for it. So Jesus is giving two reasons why he is suggesting we still be strong in these situations. And one of them is seemingly uncharacteristic of Jesus. He's using fear. He is saying that there's going to be judgment. That's what he means by everything that's in secret will be revealed in secret. Our faith teaches that every person is judged. And there's both an individual judgment and a general judgment. Now, St. John teaches that if you believe in Jesus, you will not be condemned. But St. Paul and others, our faith teaches, tell us there will be judgment. And in the individual judgment, our individual lives become the source of our judgment. But at the end of time, there is a general judgment, the resurrection of our bodies, and all things will be made public. All the sins, all the things that went on will be made known. And we will see that despite human sinfulness, God had a plan. His goodness and mercy and His power will live. And so, Jesus is saying, you know, if you don't stand up now, you're going to have to face the consequences later. You might as well face them now. And then in the general judgment, you will have vindication for all your struggles, for all those things you did that no one noticed, I will notice. It will be made known. Jesus doesn't stop with fear, thank God. He then turns to love and the power he has over evil. He says, I'm not sparrows cared for. You are worth more than many sparrows. You see, Jesus Christ was that one man that St. Paul talked about who came into the world, a sinful world to bring about that process and that growth of reconciliation. And he triumphed over sin and death on the cross, although he suffered greatly. And this is not only a situation or a display of how ugly sin can be, but also how great God's love is for us and 
how powerful is that love for the one who loves you. So Jesus is saying, I love you. I laid down my life for you. I endured this. You can go through it too with my help. Don't be afraid. Everything they're saying isn't going to try me. I try. They chose me. knowing how important it is and that our one choice for good can make a big difference. Number two, knowing that there will be a judgment and whether we stand now or we stand later, we might as well stand now. Three, and most important, this Jesus who loves us is asking us to be close to Him, to share in His mission, to do what He did by His power so as are bound to fail, right? It's important to remember St. Peter failed three times. He denied Christ. Christ forgave him. So no matter how many times we do fail, as long as we continue to ask forgiveness and try, God's love is not taken away. Nothing can separate us from God. Let us allow our past mistakes and the message today to embolden do what is right, even in those difficult 